The NASCAR Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Shady Rays. SGPN is teaming up with Shady Rays for Shady May. Get 50% off your Shady Rays using promo code SGPN. And then go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash shady for your chance to win $500. We're also brought to you by the SGPN Merch Store. Just in time for summer, the SGPN Store has a new line of mesh shorts Pretty sexy. Check them out. Use the promo code SHORTS, store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com for 10% off. Drivers, start your Wrap in and pull those belts up tight as the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presents the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. I'll wreck my mom to win a championship. I'll wreck your mom to win a championship. With all the news and the best bets for your NASCAR weekend. It refrains me from not beating the out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions but since i'm on probation i suppose that that's uh, improper to say as well if you could talk about racing things we could talk about racing now here are your hosts rod via gomez and cody zeeb Because it's always time to talk racing things. It is the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. He's Cody Zeeb. I'm Rod Gomez. All week long, we've been throwing it back for Darlington. The lady in black awaits. Not all, just not just the, the cup drivers, but the Xfinity and the trucks as well. Cody has got, uh, he's been throwing it back all week long for us. If you're not in the YouTube, you got to get in the YouTube because you can definitely see uh, Cody's throwbacks all over the place. Uh, Cody, what are you sporting today? Yes, today got the Cheerios hat on. This is actually an Aaron Crocker number 98 truck series uh, hat. So had to had to pull out the truck series hat for the, the truck series. Uh, Aaron, of course, now is Aaron Evernam. Well, I think it's Crocker Evernam, but uh, married to, uh, to Ray Evernam. So, uh, yeah, fun, uh, fun little truck series throwback for the uh, truck series podcast. I'm telling you, you get this nowhere else. This is definitely the place for all of the throwback gear. Cody, uh, just throwing it back to his own childhood, man. That's that's what I love right. about this. You've been you've been a fan for all of these years, and it's uh, it's fun. And I know it's a special weekend for you too, because the paint schemes are the ones that you grew up watching and cheering for. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I mean, these hats are just hats I've had for. <laughs> a long time so uh yeah that that number nine hat i put on the other day was it didn't even fit me because it was like literally a hat from when i was a child so uh yeah it's been a been fun to throw back to, to all this stuff and uh love throwback weekend for nascar it's always a always a fun time i thought it was funny because when you went to put it on at first you had to like completely take <laughs> it out like, no. wait nope <laughs> but i just i didn't even have it buckled i was just like it was sitting on my head but, uh this one's up. actually like an adult size hat so that's nice <laughs> <laughs> um all right yes yeah, so this is of course the truck episode they uh finally have graced us with truck odds for the week and uh there's a lot of uh there's actually a lot of familiar faces but from a couple of uh series up in this race several cup drivers making starts here not the least of which is Bubba Wallace in the one truck uh you've also got uh William Byron who is making a start in this Ross Chastain is making a start in this uh so 
There's three, and then of course, cannot forget Corey LaJoy making a start in this Corey as well. LaJoy. Uh, what do you make of this though? This is, uh, you know, a lot of these guys are, are dipping down into the, the guy and they did it last the last years too. So, um, do they just want more track time or do they just really love racing Darlington? Uh, I think maybe it's a combination of both. I, I think that as much track time as you can get on a track that is, that it's literally is as tricky as this track is. Um, I mean, it's, it's got its nicknames for a reason too tough to tame uh the lady in black like it's it is a very the it's up to the driver just as much as it's up to the equipment at a track like this i think that's why you see a guy like eric jones win the southern 500 in the fall um because it goes into a lot about what the driver can do here so more the more time on this track i think the better um so i, I think that that's a lot of why these guys are doing it and they get to participate in, in throwbacks and stuff if they're doing that as well and uh it's just Darlington's a, it's the whole weekend's a party. So uh, I think that's a lot of, a lot of drivers like this track. They like the challenging stuff, gives them more time on the track and it uh, all kind of, kind of works out well. And what better way to send yourself off into the all-star weekend than with a, a race like this, right? Throwback weekend, have some fun last points race before the all-star break. And then obviously the all-star race is going to be a fantastic party too, over there in North Wilkesboro. So uh, two back to back, pretty good weeks of racing yeah three because kansas last week whoo that was a good way to kick it off but yeah i i'm so pumped that north wilkesboro's next week it's getting so close i don't know did you see the trophy that they released today uh yeah it's a, a still is it not it's, it's a, a, yeah. a bourbon i, I don't know still. if you saw denny hamlin uh retweeted it and said something about how he didn't like it he doesn't like the martinsville clock and everything and then uh our our buddy rory uh he re or uh replied to it and asked how, what he thought about the championship trophies <laughs> did Danny, did I he get a response was, on uh, that one I, I ought to go back and look i haven't seen anything yet but uh likely not <laughs> i don't we know, know denny's not a fan of the championship trophies though no you know why because there's not one on his shelf so right. uh you gotta love that no I, that that's kind of the probably the reason he's got martinsville clocks doesn't he I, yeah oh yeah he's got a couple of martinsville yeah. clocks. i don't he doesn't i don't know he just doesn't I think it's and and I think he does make a good point to a degree. Like, like with this trophy, it doesn't really say much on it. Like, there should yeah. be a whole you know plaque inscription or whatever. You know, twenty twenty three All Star winner, seventy five years. Like, you should have all that on there. Or it's just kind of I don't know. I, I like the uniqueness of these trophies. I think the clock is is an awesome thing. I think it's really cool. But like you said, you can buy a, a replica clock two blocks down the road as well. They give it out for everybody that wins any race on there. So. You know, Corey LaJoy is, has got the same Martinsville clock that a Cup Series winner gets because he's won there in the Modifieds before. And so I, I understand is his thing, but it's at this point, it's a, a time <laughs> time honored tradition. Uh, I see what you did there. And it, it was, but uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, all right, well, we'll continue to talk Darlington. Let's step away for a quick break. Uh, and when we come back, we'll start talking trucks, start talking Darlington on those trucks, on those dar whatever. We'll be back. <laughs> we'll figure something out by the time we get back. But let's tell you about Shady May. Uh, yes, Shady Rays is teaming up with SGPN for Shady May. Not only do you get an amazing 50% off, but you get a chance to win five 
hundred dollars. Who doesn't want to do that? Because Shady Rays has you covered from the sun to the slopes with premium polarized shades, customizable snow goggles, and so much more. Shady Rays have durable frames and extremely clear optics for all of your outdoor adventures. And of course, that's not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses that Shady Rays sells you is backed by lost and broken replacements. That means if you lose a pair, break a pair, break apart a pair even uh on day one second one minute one it doesn't matter they told us that they are going to send you a brand new pair more importantly they're not going to ask you how it happened they're just going to do it wear your shady rays with confidence because they've got your back long after you purchase and if you don't love them for whatever reason i don't know exchange them for a brand new pair or return them for free within 30 days no risk when you shop with shady rays that team has always got your back and for our international listeners Shady Rays has you covered as well with shipping to Canada, Australia, New Zealand, and the United Kingdom. More ways to pump those Shady Rays. Right now, go to ShadyRays.com. Use code SGPN for 50% off of two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Then take that receipt to SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash Shady for your chance to win the $500 Shady May contest. You've already got your shades, and now it's time to get a great pair of mesh shorts for the summer, SGPN has just dropped a new line of mesh shorts, perfect for any summer activity. Whether you're on the infield and enjoying your favorite NASCAR race, you want to sport the SGPN and those mesh shorts. I'm sure a lot of folks are going to love those and ask you where you got them from. Or if you're just hanging around at house and you just love those shorts, you want to go mow the lawn and look sexy in those shorts, do that as well. How do you do it? Head to sports or store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com and use the code SHORTS for 10% off. I was never a big shorts guy in high school. My hair, my hairy legs, per, uh, they just prevented me from being comfortable in them because I got teased relentlessly. Now, I don't care. I love shorts. I'll wear those SGPMS shorts all over the place until people tell me to stop and then I'll buy them some and they won't tell me that anymore. Big, big shorts guy here. I'm uh, wearing shorts right now even. So, uh, yes, I love shorts. So I, I need to. I have not. Oh, man, I, I end up spending half my paycheck on uh, at the store uh, all the time because there's so many good items all the time. I've not ordered my shorts yet, but uh, it's looking like high time for me to get over there and place another order in the, uh, the SGPN merch store. That's how Sean and Ryan get us. They say, uh, yeah, we'll pay you, but uh, guess what? It, gonna... it ends up being paid half in merch pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> like I might as well just set up a, a something with them automatically. But um, all right. <laughs> speaking of merch, speaking of sponsors, of course, this is uh, a heavily sanctioned sponsored event as far as uh, all the cars on the all the trucks on the track and the entire thing itself. NASCAR lends itself directly to uh, advertising of course all these throwbacks are fantastic and they look great on the track but uh, as we get set for the buckle up south carolina 200 uh, on friday it will be 147 laps around this 1.366 egg style track i guess with the different corners because the minnow pond uh made it to where you needed to have different dimensions on the corners which makes this track Obviously, as we've said millions of times over, too tough to tame. Uh, and that Darlington stripe will come at you quickly if you're not careful. So uh, these truck drivers, we've seen some pretty aggressive driving over the course of the first part of this season. They're going to they're gonna have a lot more to deal with on this track uh, than they have in the past. So I don't know. what What is it about trucks in this track, man? It, it just makes for a great show. Well, everything about it. So not only is it the truck series, which we talk about, 
oftentimes has some of the most exciting racing. It's the shorter races, right? Only 200 miles. So there's not, it's not 400 miles on Sunday where you have to outlast things. You got to survive through the day. It's, it's almost a sprint version of the race, right? Where it's, it's half the race, half the length of a cup series race. So a lot more urgency right from the get go. Obviously you have a lot of the more inexperienced guys down in these slower series, still trying to make a name, still trying to survive down here. So you put all that stuff in a pot. You're going to put it on a Friday night again where truck racing should be. Ooh, buddy, it's uh, it's all the perfect combination for for some really, really good racing at a track that we know can provide some of the best racing around. Oh, absolutely. And like we said, we're here for that for sure. Uh, because, you know, again, this is when the, the bigger boys come down to play as well. We talked about the cup drivers that are actually going to be in this. Uh, but like we've seen this season so far, that's not always just a ticket for a straight win uh, for for the cup guys that come down to these truck drives. The truck truck drivers are getting a little bit better at holding their own against these guys and, and holding serve in their own series. Yeah, I mean, Kyle Busch has been in four races so far this season. He's only won one of them. So, I mean, that alone is is about all the explanation that you really need. And it's not, you know, that these KBM trucks have been bad or anything like they have been very fast cars. They've been good. Um, and so I think that that, that definitely shows you. Uh, speaking of KBM trucks and throwbacks, right? Uh, William Byron making his return to KBM. Uh, raced at KBM a long time ago, back when he was a Toyota racing development driver. Um, coming up through the ranks, started off at KBM um, before obviously switching to Chevy and, and Junior Motorsports and then ultimately landing in the 24 at Hendrick. Um, so pretty cool to see now that obviously K KBM is in the Chevrolet camp. Uh, yeah, William Byron gets to, he'll be in that 51 that, that Kyle Busch has been wheeling. Um, and man, he's, he's good at this track. Obviously, if you go, have not listened to the cup series show yet, go listen to that, of course, but, uh, one of my, one of my picks to win that race. So expecting him to have a good weekend. It's so tough because, you know, you just, you want to pick him. Like it's, you just, you go straight to it and you're like. William Byron, man, he's coming down into this. Like he's gonna be in that fifty-one truck. It's gonna be good. He's got this track and everything. But then you look at last week where we got burned on Kyle Busch, and it's like that makes you hesitate. So it's yeah, man. Again, pick your poison, right? If you if you think that it's Willie B's week, go for it. If you don't, you can find some other stuff to sprinkle around. Again, outrights aren't necessarily where you're gonna make the most of your money, anyways. Uh, that's why we have all the head-to-heads. That's why we have the top fives. That's why we have these group bets. That's where you're going to make your hay. Hitting the outrights is always nice, of course, as well, and uh, usually a, a bigger splash for you. But, uh, yeah, it's always tough when when some of these guys come down because it's like, do you do it? Do you not? It can go either way for sure. Well, and, and that's why the books like to trap you with that kind of stuff too because they know that more casual NASCAR fans or, or truck fans even for that matter or people that don't really follow trucks see guys out there. They see Bubba Wallace and they see William Byron and then the price that William Byron's at, we'll obviously talk about it when we start setting up the bets, but the price that William Byron's at right now is like, you know, for, for somebody who doesn't know any better, that's the heavy favorite and they're like, I should probably bet on him because the gap between him and the next person lends me to believe that William Byron is going to win this race. Yeah. And I mean, again, it's <laughs> he easily could. Right. Um, but yeah, it's it just, it's, it's a tough road to walk a tough road to hoe. Uh, we talked about it in the Xfinity series yesterday. The really nice thing is, is it 
drops a lot of these other guys' odds farther back, right? It kind of inflates everybody else's odds. So it gives you a chance to, to sprinkle on them, to get on other guys, get better values in case William doesn't get it done. Um, and, and you kind of go into it just expecting that whether you're going to bet on him or not, you should approach it as if William Byron's likely going to win this race, right? And then you take your other shots at it because you hope he doesn't or you load up on him because you hope he does either way. But you kind of expect him to either way and then, and then build your card uh, appropriately around that. But yeah, like I, like I said, it, it really inflates a lot of guys' other uh, numbers and gives you numbers on some guys you wouldn't get if there wasn't cup guys in the field. And we know these guys, these truck regulars, especially over the last couple, the last two to three seasons has like been a huge changing of, of the guard because it used to be Kyle Busch would run five Xfinity races, five truck series races. That was 10 guaranteed wins for him. I mean, he'd be like Max Verstappen. Like he's minus 200. You just lay it. You'd max out. You'd cash every time. No problem. It's not that way anymore. These guys, I mean, there's there's really, really talented drivers in these series. Uh, and they drive these trucks each and every week. They're with the same crews. They're with everything. Um, and they hold their own. And and so I think it's a great thing. And, and again, when you get these guys down here, they get a race against the Kyle Bushes. They get a race against the William Byrons. They get a race against the Bubba Wallaces. Love to see it. Makes these guys better um, as they continue to move up. I mean, again, like Zane Smith, he's you know on the fast track to the Cup Series, right? So good for him to get experience against these guys. Indeed. Not a lot of history in the truck series here uh, at Darlington as well. Uh, very, very short I history. <laughs> yes, I was looking back and I'm, I was, I've had, you know, I have some Matt Crafton statistics, spoiler alert coming up. And I'm like, the fuck is this guy only raced here 10 times? Like he's been in the truck series for 23 seasons. And I'm like, and then I'm like, oh yeah, the truck series didn't come here for a long gap of time. So that's why. <laughs> exactly. Uh, all right. Well, then let's just uh, set up some bets. So when we come back, we'll start setting up bets for this uh, Buckle Up South Carolina 200 from the uh, Darlington Raceway. But let's tell you first, and and I know you guys out there, dating is, t- is difficult. It's, it's never been easy, even in person. Then they introduce these app things that you've got to start swiping around. And, you know, you accidentally swipe the wrong way and, and you've met somebody you don't want. I don't know. It's all confusing and it's all scary out there, but we have somebody that can help you eliminate the fear and actually find somebody for you and do most of the work for you as well. Who is that you ask, Rod? I want to know because I want to meet my person. Head to Talkify. Talkify is the country's number one modern matchmaking service that's designed to help you achieve relationship success. They got their trusted compatibility specialists. They hand-select successfully and compelling candidates so that you can date consciously and, more importantly, productively. Here's how it works, right? Talkify matchmakers meet with you to learn all about what you are looking for in your potential partner. Then they will select and screen potential matches for you, doing all the background checks, all the video interviews, and asking all those tough questions that are way too awkward for first dates like, who is your favorite driver? You want to make sure you get that right. You don't always want to look that into a conversation willy-nilly. You got to find a way to do it. No, they'll do it for you. Talkify is committed to finding your match because from there, they're going to plan your date introductions, handle all the communications for you, and create a safe and stress-free dating experience. 80% of the clients that they have on Talkify have met their person within the first 12 matches they're not messing around buddy you're going to be meeting and you're going to be there and and maybe we make it a record less than 12 
you want to do it on the third date or the second date, go for it. Try it. How do you do it? Talkify is offering our listeners 20% off when you become a client at Talkify.com slash SGPN. That's T-A-W-K-I-F-Y.com slash SGPN for 20% off when you become a client. Talkify.com slash SGPN. All right. Finding a uh, betting partner is just about as easy this week as it is uh, to use Talkify to find your own partner. A lot of great stuff out there. A lot of good value. I'm going to tell you right now, I love the Discord for turning me on to Superbook. I was highly impressed with Superbook. Love what they got going on. Uh, So I'm I'm digging a few of them from there uh, as well as our Caesars. So kudos to... uh, who was it again that that uh i think it was ty tiger 77 yep. yep he's uh he's quickly become a race he's not he wasn't really a racing nascar fan before i don't think um i think he said casually as a kid he was like a jeff gordon fan but but not really into it now he's uh he's hooked hook line and sinker so love to hear it glad he's uh aboard and yeah get over in the discord these guys i <laughs> Half of the bets that I, we gave out on the show, they were giving out. I had already gone and filled out my bets, and then they're just like giving them all out in the Discord. I'm like, hey, guys, don't ruin the show. Okay, Save geez. some for us. Come on. <laughs> I mean, it's great because they're obviously learning, which is what we're here to teach you about it, right? And teach you how to do it and think it on their own. But it's like, man, they're stealing all my bets from me. <laughs> Save some for the show. <laughs> no, I, but I love it because just like you said what we've said from day one is that we don't want to just give you picks we want to teach you how to make them and if you want nothing if you want evidence of that that discord is full of it there are some sharp betters in there and they'll pick up stuff that sometimes we don't so 100 percent. yep all right all right should we get into it ron let's do it it was and and just yeah so not only the super book thing other books uh there's just a bigger selection this week i don't know why that is, but uh, I like it. It was a lot easier to find. Some weeks it's kind of a struggle. Like you're, you're kind of picking around, poking, and eh, you know. But I, I had a much easier time finding things I like this week. Um, and so yes, I greatly appreciate that. I should probably make sure that my page is on the right notes so I can read the right things for you. Uh, I'm going to start off with Bubble Wallace over Nick Sanchez. This one's plus 100 over on Betfred. Um, and I really like this one. So Bubba's jumping in that one Tricon truck. Um, we know that that's a good truck. We've, we've seen it have some success so far this season. Even last week at Kansas, Tony Bredinger making her very first career truck series start. Got a nice solid 15th place run. Um, for someone like that, that's exactly kind of what you expect. Um, but you look at, at a guy like Corey Heim, who is in the same type of Tricon truck, has gotten good results. Second place last week at Kansas. Um, he was seventh place over in Texas, fourth place in Vegas. Uh, Kaz Grala even had a 17th place finish in the number one car. Um, and so I think that this, or truck rather, number one truck, but this truck has, has had some decent success with drivers that aren't capable or as aren't as capable, I guess, as a bubble Wallace, right? He's obviously a cup series regular and a guy that's up there with Nick Sanchez. He's been very, very impressive so far this season. Obviously, dominated that Texas race. Had a good run last week at Kansas, even finishing in sixth. He does end up in 16th at Texas, but of course, we know how that went uh, at the end there. Um, but a 30th place at Vegas, um, and he's he he's had some really good runs, but he's only got three top 10 finishes in the eight, eight races. A little bit of inconsistency. 
You take a very, very young driver like that, put him on a track that's too tough to tame, going up against a guy like Bubba Wallace. I'm going to take that that veteran prowess from Bubba Wallace, right? He's a Cup Series regular, been on this track quite a few times. I think he's going to have a nice, solid day, and I think that it's going to be enough to, to best uh, Sanchez. And the fact that you're getting him at plus 100, whereas a guy like Nick Sanchez is minus 125 on the other side of that, that to me uh, is... I know there's been some trappy ones, right? We talked about some traps in the the other series, but for me, this one is actually doesn't it doesn't feel as much like a trap because I think that Bubba, I think that that one truck is a little bit underrated because it hasn't necessarily had the the best talent, but based on what the the drivers that have been in that truck have been able to do, I think then you step it up even more with Bubba Wallace, um, and you look at other trucks in that garage, like a uh, Corey Heim that's had a lot of success so far this season. Um, and I think that's a perfect combination for Bubba to beat Sanchez plus 100 over on Betfred. Um, that'll be my first one. I like it. Uh, we'll carry over that Sanchez a little bit where Bubba can finish over Sanchez. That's fine. But I feel like uh, Nick Sanchez is going to finish better than Christian Eckes. Now, look, Sanchez has never raced on this track in a truck series truck. That's fine. But Nick Sanchez is actually and you kind of touched on it a little bit, put together a pretty decent season overall. Uh, in, he's got a second place finish in Atlanta, seventh place at Austin, uh, and then he finished sixth last week in Kansas, eleventh in Martinsville. Not bad for the for the little rook, right? In the two truck, uh, he's got a average finish this season of fourteen point five. For all that Christian Eckes is good, right? He started off the season, and we were like, "Hot damn, we're about to be on the Christian Eckes bus for the rest of the season," right? Third at Daytona, sixth at Vegas, one in Atlanta. But boy, has that truck fallen on some hard times. Austin, 30th. Fort Worth, 15th. Bristol, Dirt, 30th. Martinsville, 15th. Kansas started on the pole. We had such fantastically high hopes for him. Finishes 30th after he crashes out. He's, in fact, not finished in three races so far this season of the eight. So, unfortunately for, for Christian Eckes, it hasn't been that great. And look, his track record here is two races deep. Right In 2020, a great fifth-place finish, but last season he finished 17th in the 98 truck. So, um, yeah, like I said, it's just it's been so tough for Christian Eckes over the last few races. I'm kind of taking the Nick Sanchez has been steadier, more steady at least, than Christian Eckes has, and uh, I'm, I'm just on the, Eckes, on the Sanchez side of this, rather, and that's at minus 125 over at Superbook. When I first, got, when I first let, loaded this bet up, Obviously, it was plus money on the on the or the Eckes side rather, and I was like, "Oh, you got to grab that, right? It's Eckes over Sanchez." And then, of course, I did the digging, and I was like, "Wait a second, no, I'm gonna have to take the Sanchez side of this at minus one twenty-five." Yeah, it's good argument, and again, I, like I just talked about with Sanchez, while I do think that Bubba can beat him, I think that Sanchez has still been impressive enough; could still get a decent result. Um, so Bubba beats Sanchez, Sanchez beats Eckes. And we're off to a good start. <laughs> uh, next up for me, I'm going to take Zane Smith over Ross Chastain. This one is minus 110 over on Caesars. Um, again, we've talked about it, right? Ross Chastain, he's, he's jumping down into these lower series, but not it, it's in subpar equipment. The, the Nice trucks, I, I get it. They have their flashes sometimes. Hosovar has actually been really good at this track in a Nice truck. You give him that. Ross can sometimes get some decent finishes. He's, he's had a couple of decent finishes so far. 
in this truck, but his aggressive style does not fit here very good. 20th and 30th in the two Cup Series races here last season. He was also in the Truck Series race, 26th. He's just he's too aggressive for this type of track. That's why we're basically just fading him all three series this weekend. And maybe it's a good thing for him that he is in all series because maybe he can learn the track better. Maybe that pans out a little better for him on Sunday if he can learn a few things on, on Friday and Saturday. But I don't have much faith in him to to keep his aggression in check because we all know how uh, how Ross and his aggression can work out. So, um, But you go back and you look... Um, so far this season, Ross has been in four truck series races already. So he's already already using up his limit of five here this weekend. Um, he is 0 for 4 in beating Zane Smith in 2023. That's a pretty solid case for Zane Smith right there. Go back to last season, and Zane won three of the five head-to-head matchups. Um, and Zane hasn't necessarily been as good here as he's been at some other tracks. Uh, 16th in his first two starts here, and then a ninth and an eighth place last season. But those aren't really bad finishes either. He can have a solid day. You expect him to continue to get better, and his aggression level is just not where Chastain's is, where I think that Chastain is, and all it takes is that one mistake, and this place will make you pay for it. I think that Ross Chastain could fall into that trap again. So give me Zane Smith uh, taking the Truck Series regular over the Cup guy in this one. Uh, opposite of my last, of course, but Zane Smith over Ross Chastain, minus 110, and this one's over on Caesars. Well, who knows where Ross is starting this as well, too. I mean, he may not even start toward the front, and when he doesn't start toward the front, he made a good charge, right, in the last race that he was in, but it still wasn't enough. So, yeah, I, I love Zane Smith. You can't ever tell me that, you know, betting on him is a bad thing, even against a guy like Ross Chastain. And and look, he's not racing for points. So just like you said, he's going to probably take a few more risks and try to put it down where he's not supposed to and and maybe get his, his bumper clipped off. So I don't know. He's been making a lot of noise lately, and you know people have been trying to shut him up. So maybe the truck racer guy's got some Noah Gragson blood in him and uh, going to take him out as well. <laughs> Who knows? There you go. Yep. Hey, a couple cup guys in this race too. So uh, oh, that's true. Yeah. You better watch out. I, I don't think Bubba's... Up. Bubba's boss in the Cup Series doesn't like uh, Ross very much, so better watch out. The little uh, <laughs> little order execution. Go ahead, go ahead, take him out if you got a shot. Hey, while you're down there in that Truck Series, why don't you make good use of your time? <laughs> Just uh, make sure that truck doesn't finish. Uh, all right, I am going to uh, take a head-to-head I found on Caesars, and that is uh, Grant Enfinger over Ty Majeski at minus one ten. I know that we love us some Ty Majeski. We really do. It's it's you know. We've talked about him time and time again, and he's a fantastic race car driver, or race truck driver, rather. But uh, unfortunately, I just don't know that, that, I mean, and look, this season, Ty Majeski has been solid. Like, you would definitely call me crazy for this because he has been absolutely solid. Uh, the only time he, he did not finish, he's only not finishing inside the top 10 twice, and that's 11th at Atlanta, 25th at Kansas. Other than that, 6th at, at, sixth at Daytona. 5th at Las Vegas, 11th again at Atlanta, 3rd in Austin, 4th at Fort Worth, 2nd at Bristol Dirt, 4th at Martinsville. But we talk about this track. This track, he had a 13th place finish in 2020, but he did have a 4th place finish in 2022. However, Grant Enfinger on this track, a 4th place finish, a 5th place finish, a 6th place finish, and a 3rd place finish. So in both races, the Ty Majeski and Grant Enfinger have been on this track at the same time 
Grant Enfinger has gotten the best of Ty Majeski, albeit one position last year. But, Cody, that's all you need for a head-to-head, right? Um, and so for Grant Enfinger, like, he just won a race last week. He's riding pretty high. His season was off to an almost horrendous start. However, he did have four top tens in eight races, so it wasn't all that bad. But he finally got a victory, which means there's a lot of momentum now for this 23 truck. We've talked about him in the past as far as how talented he is. And you put a win under his belt now, uh, I I think he's going to go out with a lot more confidence to try to uh, do something good on this track. And like I said, last season he finished in third place here. Uh, So I think he can go out and do that again. I think he has a good shot for a top three, and I'll talk a little bit more about him later. But I definitely think that he'll probably finish better than Ty Majeski at this. Uh, So I got him at uh, minus 110 to do that. Yeah, I mean, I was when I was digging through the stuff, I didn't find a way that that I really wanted to bet on Enfinger, but it was surprising to me how good he has been at this track. Um, and then obviously the momentum portion of things, like it's setting up very good for him. So yeah, I, I like all of your arguments for this. No argument from me here. Next up for me, digging back into the heart file rod, Parker Kligerman. This one's juiced up a little bit. Parker Kligerman over Chase Purdy. Minus 160 over on Caesars. Um, again, this is kind of a, another case of a veteran guy who's done it here before, been around a long time, knows how to handle this track, going up against a young gun. I know Purdy's in those KBM trucks. I know they've been fast, but Kligerman has been very good here. Sixth place last season, a fifth place in 2021. Um, it's been really up and down for Purdy so far this season. Last week at Kansas, a 33rd place. Uh, he was involved in that <laughs> 47 minutes after that Ekas spin. He clobbered him and destroyed the rest of that truck. Not really sure what was going on there, but uh, it was, uh, yeah, it was very, very late that he was to that wreck. But he did have the second place finish at Texas. Again, that was after that late wreck, so wasn't necessarily running that good. In eighth place at Vegas. Um, but he's also got three finishes of 27th or worse in these eight races. Um, Kligerman, I know it's been a little up and down for him in, in the Xfinity and the truck series this year, but in this truck program, they pick and choose. Remember, it's only a part-time truck. He's the only one who drives the truck. It only comes to certain events. They pick and choose. They only come to races. They think they can win races where they think they're going to be good. Uh, we've seen him win in this truck and I think he's going to have a very, very good performance. Um, and so, yeah, it is juiced up a little at minus 160 on Caesars, but for me, this is a pretty easy one. I just don't trust the young Purdy uh, to get it done, especially where we've seen three times this season, 27th or worse. He, he's prone to not being able to finish the race or having an issue or getting caught up in things. Uh, and, you know, 47 minutes after a wreck, not finding a way to slow down and, and go around it. So with all of that being said, give me Parker Kligerman over Chase Purdy, uh, minus 160. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know if I can follow you down the Kligerman hole again. I've been burned <laughs> one too many times. It's a scary man. place, Rob. It is. But I guess if I was going to take him over anybody, I would probably lean toward Purdy, too, because, again, what really what have you seen from him as far as finishes are concerned, and it's not really all that great. So I'll follow you down that rabbit hole, but not with... <laughs> one more time, Parker. Don't, don't burn us this one time, One more time. Uh, all right, I'm going to continue our, our Zane Smith love and, uh, and pit him over yet another cup driver. And this one may be crazy considering the fact that, you know, this is the race favorite. Uh, William Byron is the, the race favorite. 
but I'm going to put Zane Smith over William Byron even over here at plus 160. Uh, I do like the plus money side of this. And again, you laid out all the Zane Smith stuff earlier when we were talking about him over Ross Chastain. I'm going to tell you right now that this, to me, that 51 truck is fast. Absolutely 100%. Not going to even deny the speed in that truck. But I'm, I'm, bit, I'm just betting on a little bit of chaos here. I'm betting on that truck falling out of sequence i'm i'm you know betting on that truck getting into a little bit of trouble or because i mean we've seen that people have been able to run down that 51 uh on this track and and beat the 51 fair and square and that's with kyle bush in it so it makes me wonder if you know if these guys now that they know that it's not kyle bush that it's william byron maybe they get a little bit more ballsy maybe they they take a little bit more from it and and if that 51 doesn't qualify well which I don't know if it will or not, but, you know, by the same token, if it doesn't, then he's mired up in it and, you know, see what happens. William Byron has not made a truck series start uh, on Darlington too, by the way. There is no track record of William Byron starting on this track in the trucks. Trucks are a completely different animal, completely different animal. So I'm telling you right now, you get a guy like Zane Smith who is the regular of this series over a guy who's making his first truck series start in the uh in on this track you give me that one every single time i'll take zane smith uh, especially at plus money at plus 160 yeah i like this just because uh at being juiced up that much when you have a guy as good as zane smith again his results here haven't necessarily always been the greatest but we know how good zane smith is right i mean he's he's clearly the best driver in the truck series on a week-to-week basis and again we saw it last week with kyle bush five laps into the race or something he gets put up in the wall it was just a bad day from there on out that's all it takes at a track like this something like that could happen very easily very quickly um and to get that much of a plus money bet uh, against a guy and, and again you go into this expecting to lose that bet you go into this expecting for william byron to lead every lap in this race and win the race but because there are so many things that can happen bad pits ups this happens, that happens. He gets caught up in a wreck. A uh, lap car gets into him. He gets stuffed into the wall. He loses it. There's, you know, on and on, all these things that can happen. And you know Zane Smith is going to be right there most likely. He'll pounce if he gets the chance. And Zane Smith is good enough. He can beat a Cup Series regular heads up any given week, and he's done it before. So you have to factor that into it as well. So um, with that being said, I do like, especially plus 160 is a really good price for you're literally getting, you know, the second best driver, third best driver, maybe well, fourth, I guess. There's a couple Cup Series guys in this, but you're getting one of the best, the best rec- Cup Series or Truck Series regular uh, against a Cup Series guy at plus money like that. Um, I like it. Next up for me, going over to Caesars, I'm gonna double dip into a couple of top five odds here. Back on the the Parker Kligerman train again. Uh, I just talked about him a minute ago though, right? He finished sixth here last year, fifth the year before. So that's uh cashes the top five in one race and is one spot from cashing in another one there is three cup series guys in this race i get that part of things but i don't expect chastain to be in the top five baba the jury's out we'll see if he can get up there or not um you expect william to be up there but guys can have problems and honestly i think that that parker clearman is going to have a truck that could win this race if things fall properly for him um and so a top five at plus 400 love that for parker Kligerman. And then also, we're actually sharing this next bet. Uh, I added a bonus one in mine, but uh, 
Rod also took this one. Um, but I, I think that it just uh, it goes to show how much we believe in this. Matt Crafton, top five, plus 450 over on Caesars last year, finished in fifth place. Um, 2021, he had a 10th place finish, and then in the spring race, a fourth place finish. Um, and again, he's only got 10 starts here because it, it's been spread out. The truck series not coming here for a long time, but in 10 starts, he's got three top five finishes. Uh, um, and so, yeah, Matt Crafton, we've seen it from him lately, right? He's just Mr. <laughs> he's the Riley Herbst, the Kevin Harvick of the truck series, right? Mr. Consistency. He's going to be running fifth to 10th all race. And if he's going to be running fifth to 10th, that means he can finish fifth. Um, and a plus 450, I think that there's really good value on this. I I was actually looking at Crafton because I was going to pick against him in a head-to-head. -head. I think it was actually Parker Kligerman in that head-to-head. -head. And I couldn't even talk myself into taking Parker Kligerman against him. So I think that uh, that alone should show you how, how well I feel about uh, Crafton this week. Well, and listen, if there's a top 10 out there, you got to hammer that because the top 10 – He's seven we top get, tens. We in, could get top ten. Yeah, oh, seven oh. top tens in ten starts for Matt Crafton. It's just he, this track. He knows how to run up front. He's and he's never finished worse than four. I forgot to read that part. Never finished worse than fourteenth in ten starts. Like, talk about model of consistency. Well, and so I mean, look, if you really want to get froggy, if you really want to feel like you can be a superhuman for Matt Crafton. His top three is at plus nine hundred. I I don't know that I I go so far as a top three truck, but at plus yeah. nine hundred, if he's in the top five, just may you know handle himself and and do something into the end of the. If you can get if you can get in the top five, you can get in the top three. Well, he's never finished in the top three in this race, so mm -hmm. that would take some doing. But got to be a first time eventually, right? Yep, I'm just saying <laughs> if you if you already feel froggy enough to bet Matt Crafton at a top five. Uh, you may want to, you know, kind of put that in there as well. Yeah, you, you definitely, we shared that bet. I, I co-sign on that one 100%. I think at plus 450, the odds are, are screaming at you to try to put something on that because he's definitely got the talent to be able to do it. And for Matt Crafton, I mean, this season has not necessarily uh, been the best for him. He's only got one top five, and that was at Bristol Dirt. But um, he's too talented of a driver to, to keep down for, for far too much longer. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'm just my heartstrings are tugged because I I, I want to believe that Matt Crafton can do well before he rides off into the sunset, or maybe he just keeps riding. Who knows? Uh, but yeah, I like Matt Crafton top five on this track because, like you said, it's just that's what he does. He's top ten for sure, right? But every once in a while, he's managed to find his way into the top uh, top five, and this could be a race to get that done. Yeah, and a four and a half to one, that's the value is definitely there. So yeah, I really like this one. I'm glad we both both independently landed on this one. Makes me feel good about it. Good. Um, all right. I will hold on. Let me get the uh let me get the harp ready for your next one. You ready for this one? Okay, hit us with it. Welcome to Corey LaJoy's corner. As president of the Corey LaJoy fan club, I could not uh, allow Corey LaJoy to make a truck series start and not place a ton of bets on him. So here I am. Corey LaJoy, he's only made three truck series starts in his entire career. Actually, kind of impressive that he's only made three. That's It's crazy. But um, it's been, you know, a mixed bag. He's got a 23rd, a 17th, and a 10th place finish uh, in that time. Um, but I think that that Spire truck, we've seen it be good before. It's been prepared by Hendrick for William Byron. William Byron dominated that Martinsville race last season. I don't know that this one is going to be prepared by Hendrick. but 
they might still have some notes. Uh, Spire's Spire, I think, will still put a good enough truck out there for Corey. Um, so I'm just going to load up. I'm going to take the whole gamut of, of what I can get here. Top five finish plus 250. Top three finish plus 600. Um, to win the race plus th- uh, 30 to one, rather, over on Superbook. They got the best price. So again, shop around. But I'm just going to load up on all these. Um, Corey is, is a very, very, very good race car driver. We see it week in and week out. Yes, he's not always running up front, but when he finishes 15th in that car that he is in, that is the same as winning a race. Like it, it is it is a huge accomplishment. He gets more out of that equipment. Look at the 77 and how bad that car is. That's the same car with a different number on it, and it's bad no matter who they put behind the wheel. Corey gets the most out of his equipment each and every week. I think this truck series car or this truck car from Spire is this truck car, this truck truck. <laughs> this truck from Spire, that's what I was trying to say, um, is going to be a really good truck for him. Um, and, and we've seen him. He, he's won ARCA races. He's won modified races. We know he can win. We're not used to seeing him run up front. And he is one of these Cup Series guys, the fourth Cup Series guy in this race. But that means that he's the fourth most talented guy in this race, at least. I probably, He's probably fourth. I'll put him fourth. But... <laughs> Uh, but he is a Cup Series regular. He's been doing it for a long time. He's got a lot of experience, got a lot of laps on this track. Last season, a 24th place finish in one of the races, 31st in the other one, but even a 24th uh, last year in that car. Go back to 2021, though, before the next-gen car when Spire really had some crappy cars. A 22nd and a 15th place finish. Like A 15th place finish in 2021 for that team was like winning the Daytona 500, basically, because... He was never, ever running anywhere close to that good. They've been a little better since the next-gen cars, and, and they continue to prove year, year over year. But the fact that he got a 15th and a 22nd back in 2021 shows you he can get the most out of his car, get the most out of his equipment. Uh, if he stays out of trouble, again, there could be crazy things that happen. Maybe William Byron, Zane Smith, and a Bubba Wallace and Ross Chastain all get taken out on the first lap. You never know. Corey LaJoy is there to take the win, 30-1. to one. Um, but uh, again, this is this is a, a fun week to root for paint schemes you like, root for drivers you like, and there is a path for all these things to happen. It, he's he's still a Cup Series driver going down. We talk about Chastain, right? It's it's subpar equipment. He's not going to do as good, um, and you can make that case for Corey as well. But we still see Ross pop up and get some good finishes in these trucks, and Corey can do the same thing. So give me the top five, the top three, and to win. You don't have to go big on him, obviously, but uh, I got to have some action when I'm seeing Corey in a truck. Ah, uh, you and your Corey LaJoy love. <laughs> I, I got to tell you right now, I mean, Ryan Blaney's corner was a thing, Corey LaJoy corner. Who's the driver next year that we're going to have the corner for? Find out uh, in season three of the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. You just, wait, you just wait until Corey LaJoy gets that first Cup Series win on one of these upcoming Super Speedways, Rod. Popping bottles. Be able to me. Not gonna be able to contain me on this program. Popping bottles. Um. All right. Well, listen. Uh, I've got one that I like that I think I'm gonna throw out here, Ooh, and this is uh, a bonus bet in here. I am. I'm. I'm gonna take the winning truck number, and I'm gonna put it Ooh. under 
32 and a half. There oh, are some man. very... Cor hey, Corey's in the seven. So Corey's in the good. seven. That's perfect. See, and what that also gives you is it also gives you coverage on guys like Bubba Wallace. It also gives you coverage on uh, the Grant Enfinger, like I'm going to bring up. They got Christian Eckes in there. Hey, man, maybe Taylor Gray finds that 17 truck and puts it in, in uh, victory lane. I like that as well. I mean, there's some heavy hitters on the other side of 32 and a half, right? You got Zane Smith, Chastain, William Byron obviously is in there. But the only active driver that has won a race on this track that is still driving right now is Ben Rhodes. He's the only one that has won a, tr a truck race that is still running. Sheldon Creed has two wins, but obviously he's not on this track. John Hunter Nemechek has one. He's not on this track. So Ben Rhodes is the only like one that has won a race, and I don't know that Ben Rhodes is going to win on this track this week. So uh, you know, I'm not fearful of that. The only one that I would probably fear is Zane Smith, but you know, I I'll take that even if it's not. But I'm hedging with the the winning truck number under 32 and a half. I like it at plus money too. That's what I like. It's at plus 135. So. There's some heavy hitters on there on that side of the the truck series too. I'm about to give you three winners when we come back from the break, Rod. All of their truck numbers are under that number, so I like it. Love it. See, I, it's a collective bet of uh, of winners. So, um, all right. Well, we'll give you the winners after we come back from this break. Yes, we're coming back from a break because I'm pushing this button. You're watching YouTube, you know that I just took an extra second of pause. You're listening on the OG said you're like, why was there five seconds of silence? Well, it's because I couldn't find the button, guys. But if you're watching on YouTube, you'd see it, and we thank you for that. We thank you for all of you who have spent time over the last few weeks watching us on YouTube, growing that channel, subscribing, liking the videos, commenting, uh, hitting the bell to be notified of when we're coming up next. Uh, all that stuff helps. It helps the show. It helps the bosses. It helps everybody to uh, to have a great time with this show. And as we continue to grow, we'll continue to add more features to this YouTube channel. So it won't be just us sitting here talking like this. Uh, but even if it is and you still like it, let us know because uh, we'll continue to do that as well. Also, if you're listening on the OG platform, let us know that you like it too by leaving a review. And uh, we'd love to hear what you think about the show and what we can do differently or what we can keep going with the same Obviously, there's still a lot of racing left, so a lot of time to spend with you over the course of the next few months. So, uh, yeah, let us know. Keep us posted on how we're doing, and uh, we'll continue to pump out the content for you. Hey, everybody. If you play fantasy football, especially in auction leagues... And or you're a whiskey fan. Yes, exactly. Check out the Sports Gambling Podcast fantasy football channel show, Old Fashioned Football. Coming to you every Tuesday morning, give us a listen. We'll bring you the latest fantasy football data, including... The injury report. Studs and duds. Waiver wire targets. And suggested fab. Market movers. After all, we are the Marks. He is my hubby. And she's J-Mark's wifey. And we're bringing all this to you while drinking an Old Fashioned and giving you our honest review of a different whiskey every week all that and more hop on over give us a listen come for the football stay for the whiskey this ad's almost done going once going twice sold so as cody alluded to before the break he's got again the box full of winners as he always does i'm just going to call him cody's box of winners is all uh, is all we're going to set it up for uh plus i love that all three of them are under 32 and a half because uh guess what that was our our bet previous to this break so good stuff <laughs> so i uh I, I looked back, and I guess they're not. I was counting Corey LaJoy as part of the three. I do have another guy in here that's over that number, oh, but damn it. if you hit him to win, you're not going to care about what number he's driving. So uh, that doesn't matter. 
But basically, uh, William Byron is is the favorite to win this, like we had mentioned before, and he is at plus two thirty over on Caesars to win this race. Again, I'm gonna approach this. I got burned on Kyle Busch last week, so I don't want to go back to that well with the 51 truck again, which means that Byron is likely going to win this race. But uh, I'm just going to sprinkle out a bunch of long shots. Obviously, I gave Corey LaJoy already a little tiny sprinkle there. Everybody else is 14 to 1 or longer. I think they're all guys who can win this race, though. Things have fall the right way. Um, they're guys that have already beaten Cup Series guys. Um, and so, yeah, let's jump into it. First up for me, Bubba Wallace, 14 to 1 over on Superbook. Um, again, he's Bubba Wallace. He he was very, very good in the truck series. He raced back in the truck series back in the day. Um, had some very good results there. Um, he's gotten a little better at Darlington. I think he had a ninth place finish in the cup series there last season. Um, talked about it earlier, right? It's just, he, it's William Byron, obviously, is, is the most talented cup guy. You got Chastain and Bubba, I, I think kind of, you know, 2A and 2B there. Um, and a 14 to 1, I think that, that's long enough odds for me to take a sprinkle on Bubba. He can get it done. I believe in that Tricon program. I've been talking up the Gray Brothers all season. Uh, I love, I've love. i been loving Corey Heim since the beginning of the season. And then we've seen that, that one car, or one truck, rather, have some success, even with uh, some some subpar or, or younger, unpolished talents in it. Um, so I think Bubba could get it done 14 to 1. Corey Heim, 18 to 1, Rod. He finished second place last year at Kansas, or last week rather at Kansas, and he's eighteen to one this week. I don't know why, but led thirteen laps last week. He won the Martinsville race. He led eighty-two laps that day. Beat Kyle Busch in that race, by the way. Um, he had a seventh-place finish at Texas, a fourth-place finish at Las Vegas, six top eight finishes in the eight races so far this season. That is a pretty good start to the season for Corey Heim telling you i like these tricon trucks i think they're going to be good i think they're going to be fast he just finished second last week at kansas that's uh, again it's 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 going to be not completely comparable this track's a little smaller obviously it's shaped differently there are some different qualities but it's going to be hot there like it was at kansas um it's going to be tire wear like there was at kansas it's going to race somewhat similar like there was at kansas he just finished second there 18 and one i think that's disrespectful gotta win in the bank he can gamble if he wants to take that shot at at strategy or whatever. I don't know. There's going to be a ton of strategy this week because you're going to get tires whenever you can get tires. But if he can find a way to get up there, I think he will. Uh, 18 to 1 is worth it. Parker Kligerman, of course, Rod. 65 to 1. Come on. Got to have him on the card. Sixth and fifth the last couple of years. And he's 65 to 1. I saw him as low as 30 to 1 in another place. So make sure you shop around. But DraftKings does have him at 65 to 1. He is the one that is over 32 and a half. He's obviously in the 75 truck. But uh, if you hit a 60 to one bet or 65 to one bet, rather, you're probably not going to care about what anything else happened. No, you, yeah, you won't mind whatever you lay down on that uh, plus 135. Because, and definitely... what's crazy too is like, this is a bet where you, it doesn't have to be chaotic for, for Heim. Like sometimes it's like, okay, going to throw Ryan C out there. Like, you really, you know, he's not going to have one of the fastest trucks, but if this happens and that happens, he can just survive. Parker Kligerman can have the fast enough truck to go out there and win. We've seen him win at Bristol. We've seen him win on a road course, beating out a guy like Zane Smith. This this truck has been fast. This truck is the truck that's gotten these good finishes last couple seasons. Like, he can run up there with the best of them. We know how talented he is. 
talk about a veteran. He's been around forever in the sport. So I, I think it's crazy that you can get a guy that's this good in this good of a truck at 65 to one. So thank you for the present DraftKings. We will accept it. I'm sure they, uh, they will love to pay you the money when it happens for sure. Um, all right. I'm going to pick uh, Grant Enfinger to win. Uh, I pulled out the 23, and I thought this was fantastic. I liked it because I saw him at plus 1,000. He was boosted at plus 1,000, actually, on Caesars. Uh, and But on Superbook, he was already at plus 1,000. So maybe maybe the Caesars was like, oh, shit, we need to, we need to pick up ours. So, uh, yeah, Enfinger to win at plus 1,000. Obviously, he just won last week, which is uh, maybe why he's a little bit longer because it's kind of hard to, to win back-to-backs. But... As far as on this track, I mean, the only person that has more top 10s on this track that's an active driver right now is Matt Kraft. And he, of course, Grant Enfinger, has uh, four top 10s in all of his races. He's never finished worse than sixth place on this track. A fourth place finish in 2020, a fifth place finish in 2021, sixth in 2021, and then third last year. A couple more spots. He's walking away with the win. And uh, for, for Grant Enfinger, you know, momentum is everything, just like you had alluded to. Win in the bank can take some chances where other drivers don't, don't get that opportunity. Um, he can do pretty much whatever he wants now to try to go out and actually win this race and get his first win on this track. And like I said, at 10 to 1, considering that, you know, uh, William Byron is over there at plus 200 even on Superbook, it's just doesn't make any sense. I mean, obviously, you probably should put something on him just in case he does come out and kill it, like we always tell you. But you're not going to be all that happy with the return. Whereas a guy like Grant Enfinger goes out and wins a 10-1, to 1, you're a little more happy because you didn't necessarily plunk it down on the favorite blindly uh, just to hope that you win. Yeah, no, I, I like it. Um, and, yeah, I think that, that these are all good options, um, you know, break in, in case uh, – in case Something goes wrong, and, and Byron doesn't get it done. So I like it. Feeling good about these. Man, Friday night, Truck Series Racing at Darlington. Throwback weekend, Rod. Ooh, it's going to be fun. Let's go. And plus, bonus, and finger is 23. That's under 32 and a half the last Ooh. time I checked. So Doubling up, yes. Gotta you want a couple that. more bonuses, Rod? IndyCar racing this weekend. Ooh, I'll be it. quick. Yeah. Uh, Scott McLaughlin, 7-1 over on Barstool. And Roman Grossjean. Gro- Grosjean, gross. I always say gross, Gene, because that's how it's spelled, but it is Grosjean. Uh, he's plus 850 over on Barstool. Those are my two picks to win. If you want to see the rest of my card, go to my Twitter, at Husker underscore Zeeb, and uh, it's over there. Yeah, don't miss his indie picks, man. That's I mean, We were going to try to dedicate maybe an episode to it, but like I have not been able to dig into the indie. So Cody does it, so you don't it's, have to. It's It's been a week, but yes, I do have the card put together. Uh, got a got a couple top five, top three, head to head, all that fun stuff. So go over to my Twitter; you can find the rest of it there. Um, yeah, I'm excited. In, in Indy cars racing on Saturday this weekend too. So put that up with some Xfinity. Man, could be another good weekend of racing. Yes, it is. All right, get out your pen and paper. We're going to go over the bets that we have for this uh, buckle up, South Carolina 200 from the Darlington uh, Lady in Black. Cody started you off with uh, Bubba Wallace over Nick Sanchez at plus 100. You can find that over there on Betfred. I gave you Nick Sanchez over Christian Eckes at minus 125 over there on Superbook. Cody followed it up with Zane Smith over Ross Chastain at minus 110 over on Caesars. I followed up with Grant Enfinger over Ty Majeski at minus 110 on Caesars. 
Cody said that Parker Kligerman was going to finish better than uh, Mr. Purdy, Mr. Chase Purdy at minus 160. I said Zane Smith was going to finish better than William Byron at plus 160. Cody said that Parker Kligerman was going to be a top five truck at plus 400. Also, we both said that Matt Crafton will be a top five truck at plus 450. Cody said to load up on Corey LaJoy. He's a top five truck at plus 250, top three at plus 600, and 30 to one to win over on Superbook. I said that the winning truck number was going to be under 32 and a half at plus 135. Cody gave you Bubba Wallace at 14 to 1, Corey Heim at 18 to 1, and then Parker Kligerman at 65 to 1 to win the race. I said that Grant Enfinger would win at 10 to 1. There are your bets for this Friday night's truck race. Go forth and profit. Uh, definitely going to be a fun one to watch, and hopefully, we hit a lot of these. Hopefully that's the goal, right? Uh, but yeah, it's going to be either way. I think we're in for for a really good weekend of racing. Um, I love this track. Again, we're on we're on the perfect stretch of tracks that are worn out, tracks that we haven't seen since 1996 or whatever. What Wilkesboro is next week? Which the Truck Series going to be racing at North Wilkesboro next weekend? Kyle Larson's going to be jumping in a truck. Uh, I think there's going to be some other Cup Series guys as well in trucks. That's going to be a good time. That entire this weekend is a lot of fun, the throwback thing. But going to North Wilkesboro next weekend, go just Google a picture of, of North Wilkesboro four years ago. There's literally a tree that grew through the flag stand on the front stretch, and, and now they're going to be racing NASCAR series races at that track a few years later. It's it's incredible, but uh, love everything that NASCAR is doing with the history, with the throwbacks, the 75 list. Jimmy Johnson squeaked in. He was the 75th driver uh, added to, well, 25th driver added to the updated list rather, but inside the top 75. So, uh, yeah, love all the history stuff. Again, big, uh, big history guy here, big NASCAR history guy. Love to see it. Been a great season. Perfect weekend for it. I'm ready, Rod. Well, then, if we're ready, let's send everybody on their way. Cody, tell everybody where they can find you on social media. Yep. Like I said, follow me on Twitter at Husker underscore Z. You can find all my work over there. Um, and then, yeah, follow the show as well at NASCAR Gambling. Do that. Follow me on Twitter at RJ Villagomez. Link at the bottom. Everything I got going on, whether it is here, whether it is the in between media's back road. I just wrapped up uh, with Seth and Elliot there. So catch that on YouTube as well. Just search for in between media. We'll be back tomorrow. DFS for the Goodyear 400, the Cup Series, uh, to get your DFS cards set for the weekend of racing been a blast all the betting previews are done and put to bed now we just have some fun with dfs tomorrow night and set it all to bed and just get ready for racing at darlington try to tame that lady in black if you have we probably won't but that's all right catch us tomorrow with dfs until then let's go racing and let it ride